Stripe, Platform of Platforms, was published on Thursday, December 3rd, 2020. Today, Stripe is announcing Stripe Treasury. From the company's press release, quote, Stripe, the technology company building an economic infrastructure for the internet, today announced that it is launching Stripe Treasury. This gives Stripe's platform users powerful APIs to embed financial services, enabling their customers to easily send, receive, and store funds. Stripe Treasury enables platforms like Shopify to easily offer its merchants access to critical financial products to manage their business's finances. With Stripe Treasury, platforms can offer their users interest-earning accounts eligible for FDIC insurance in minutes, enabled by Evolve Bank & Trust. Platform business customers can have near-instant access to revenue earned through Stripe, spend this directly from their balance with a dedicated card, transfer it via ACH or wire transfer, pay bills, and more. End quote. Stripe Treasury is banking as a service, but critically, Stripe is not a bank. Look carefully at the product's press image. See image. That is an API call creating a bank account at Goldman Sachs for a pilot on the Rocket Rides platform. Notably, Goldman Sachs is not the only big bank on board. Again, from the press release, quote, Stripe is enabling standardized access to global banking capabilities via APIs by developing its bank partner network to include the Goldman Sachs Bank USA and Evolve Bank and Trust as U.S. partners and Citibank NA and Barclays as global expansion partners. Stripe will fulfill compliance and regulatory requirements in partnership with its U.S. banking partners to make it easy for platform customers using Stripe Treasury to embed banking experiences into their products. And through Stripe, these banks are able to extend their reach to millions of businesses. End quote. This is a textbook example of the power of platforms. Consider an operating system like Windows. Any number of applications can run on any number of computers thanks to there being an abstraction layer in the middle. See image. This is analogous to the layer for banking that Stripe is offering with Treasury. See image. This explains that API call above. A rocket rides pilot doesn't have the wherewithal to open a business bank account at Goldman Sachs. And Goldman Sachs doesn't have the flexibility to offer a banking account to individual entrepreneurs. This, though, is the exact sort of problem platforms solve. They provide an abstraction layer that connects different sides of a market, even if those different sides have dramatically different needs and capabilities. Stripe and Shopify. It is Stripe's partnership with Shopify, though, that is particularly compelling and emblematic of both how powerful Treasury can be and how extensive Stripe's platform ambitions are. Again, from the press release, quote, for businesses today, accessing financial services can typically involve a series of bureaucratic hoops in a lengthy application process. According to recent Stripe research, setting up an account takes five and a half days on average and seven days on average for online businesses. Around one in four businesses have to send a fax to open an account, and over half of businesses are required to visit a branch in person to open a bank account. Financial services simply weren't designed for the modern internet, and this is a pain point for businesses today. Nearly half of companies report that their banking experience has hindered their company growth, end quote. This is a pain point I know quite well. Shotechery is incorporated in the U.S., and I had to fly back to the U.S. for the express purpose of opening a business bank account. Quote, This kind of offline banking experience is increasingly incongruous in a world where 76% of businesses, i.e. retailers, use an industry-specific software platform to manage their business, a figure that increases to 92% for businesses with more than 500 employees. The feedback from Stripe's users is that they want a digital solution for financial services available directly within the software platform that powers their operations. On the flip side, Stripe's platform customers are increasingly looking to embed financial services into their own product, but oftentimes face barriers to doing so, end quote. Now with Treasury, someone starting up a new internet business can simply start selling goods, services, or yes, subscriptions, and have their banking needs met by the same software, which is powering their business. Stripe co-founder and president John Collison explained in an interview. 
you know, which seems more ergonomic for a business? That they decide they're going to start a, an online store, and uh, you know, the very first thing they do is go down to a bank, uh, and, you know, maybe in person, and they're going through that process. They're setting up their account, and then they come back and do you know some whiteboarding, uh, and they're like, hmm, what should our business be? That's not how it works. How it works is they have this cool idea, and they try it out, and they open a Shopify store for it, and they have this money coming in. So okay, we need a way to kind of. Uh, uh, access those funds, now they will be able to, with Shopify Balance, manage their funds directly within Shopify. That latter thing sounds like a much more natural and ergonomic way to kind of handle the uh, the cash flows of their business. What is notable about Shopify is that it too is a platform and a very powerful one at that. This is how I describe the company's then new logistics offering in 2019 Shopify and the power of platforms. Quote, what Shopify is doing is what platforms do best. Act as an interface between two modularized pieces of a value chain. See image. On one side are all of Shopify's hundreds of thousands of merchants. Interfacing with all of them on an individual basis is not scalable for those 3PL companies. Now, though, they only need to interface with Shopify. End quote. Thus, the title of this article. Stripe isn't simply a platform. It is a platform for platforms. Stripe Capital. This broader understanding of Stripe's ambition became clear to me earlier this week with another announcement. Capital for Platforms. Stripe Capital itself is not new. Launched in 2019, the service lends money to businesses that use Stripe's payments processor. As Bloomberg noted at the time, quote, as the industry has become more digital, PayPal Holdings Incorporated, Square, and even Amazon have introduced small business lending programs, as have a slew of startups including SoftBank Group, Corp-backed Cabbage Incorporated, and public company OnDeck Capital Incorporated. Though lending poses risks, Stripe, much like other payment services, says the extra data it has on customers will give it a better idea whether borrowers can repay loans. The company believes that Edge will protect it from significant losses during an economic downturn, end quote. Stripe Capital seemed both obvious and, as the article notes, rather unoriginal. This week's expansion, which was announced with the 29-word blog post, makes clear it is much more. Carefully read this tweet from founder and CEO Patrick Hallison. Quote, Mundane though it sounds, access to capital is the primary bottleneck that limits the growth and expansion of most small businesses. So we built capital for platforms, Help your customers grow faster by using our lending infrastructure, end quote. Note the word Patrick Collison emphasized, your. Capital for Platforms is not for Stripe's customers, but rather the customer of Stripe's customers, which is to say, Stripe is asserting itself as the platform of platforms. Go back to the news that Shopify Balance will be powered by Treasury. See image. Stripe does not have a customer relationship with all of the shops on Shopify. That is exactly what Shopify is good at. So why would they? Instead, Stripe is focusing on what it is good at, providing that API layer to banks that will never have the capability to serve Shopify shops, and exposing said layer to Shopify to incorporate into their product. Notably, Treasure skipped the intervening step that Capital started with. Stripe isn't exposing banking as a service to customers directly on Stripe, but rather making an API available to those customers to offer to their customers. John Collison explained to me. We have a lot of conviction about this idea that the financial services that a plumber needs will be different to the financial services that an e-commerce company needs will be different to the financial services that a you know a, a, a gym or a yoga studio needs and they will be provisioned by different companies and so given that we have lots and lots of uh exposure to those kinds of businesses with our platform partners this is a, a great way to get started with that this means the above illustration, fully realized, looks a bit like this. See image. Stripe's ambition. Here I think Stripe's goal, building the economic infrastructure for the internet, is instructive. Consider the internet itself. 
you are reading this article on the internet via connection provided by an internet service provider, which is a relatively local affair that is designed for a particular geography. It is internet service providers that connect to a grand network of cables that is known as the internet backbone. This map from Telegeography, for example, shows the world's submarine cables. See image. This image is incomplete. Major portions of the internet backbone obviously run over land, but it's sufficient for the analogy. Stripe isn't necessarily competing with other fintech providers, ISPs in this analogy, but instead is seeking to be the backbone for all of them, as well as an entirely new universe of platforms, as well as an entirely new universe of platforms that can offer their unique customers financial services that are perfectly tuned to their needs. Stripe is 10 years old now, but the ambition belied by these announcements explain why the founders claim they are just getting started. John Collison noted, We are still... Uh, uh, you know, very early in developing the set of Stripe products beyond the core payments engine, things like Treasury. Again, you know, we're building a global payments and Treasury network, and we are in November 2020 launching the Treasury part of it. And so, you know, we we are just now filling out all the acronyms in our uh, in our product suite, uh, and that's just of kind of the, the the version one of the product. And from a growth point of view, uh, I mean, our business is, is growing really rapidly in APAC, in EMEA, things like that. And so we're just kind of early in the business trajectory with all the helter skelterness that comes from that. Speaking as an analyst, I would like nothing more than to see an S1 from Stripe but it sounds like it's not coming anytime soon. And I can stay with a high degree of confidence that Stripe will not be doing a SPAC with any of its rumored suitors. The company is reportedly raising more money, but is increasingly spending the money it raises on acquisitions and investments. One would certainly assume that the core payments business is not only profitable, but also is a very attractive cash conversion cycle. Instead, the company is busy building, well, exactly what it has said it was building all along, economic infrastructure. And I will freely admit until this week, I didn't completely appreciate just how mammoth an undertaking that was. The daily update is intended for a single recipient, but occasional forwarding is totally fine. If you'd like to order multiple subscriptions for your team with a group discount, please contact me directly. Thanks for being a subscriber and have a great day.